podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Hello listeners, welcome to the 5 Year Plan Podcast. Hey! Pod 138, sponsored by Vector Printing. For all your print and embroidery needs, go to vector.co.uk. That's Vector with a K. There we go. Um, we've got a trio tonight, because there's no James Endicott. Oh. He's um, somewhere. don't know. don't know where he's. His away. best friend's over from America, remember he told us in such a way that made us unhappy that we weren't his best friends. He broke the news to us that he had a real best friend. Did he? Yeah. I, miss, I missed that. That's probably because last time I saw you, he was slumped outside the Porter's arms. Um, slumped? Yeah, Didn't I mean, you? yeah. Um, <laughs> there's no James Endicott tonight, but we have got Kevin Day. Hello. And Andy Street. Hi. There we go. Good stuff. Um, so, I don't know how you guys are going to feel, but it's, it's going to be another downbeat pod because Palace have lost again. Yes. Uh, two in a row now at home to I'm not having this you started the last pod full of optimism oh. and joy and uh, uh, promoting some form of charity event whose name yeah. I can't, can't quite recall but I really did think at the time I wanted to know the outcome of that particular charity event could you recount yeah, to us I have what actually, charity I event have, that was and the outcome of it I have actually got it written down on my notepad um, would that have been the, the charity football match that he oh, yeah. yes that's the one how, how did he it normally go? goes on about quite a lot doesn't he yeah where, where you yeah. have to play for the well, pride no because I wasn't going to I wasn't going to play this year I was a late I was a late call on I was just going to go and watch well, that like old a, chestnut uh, like a regular person so how did it go but, uh, we lost on penalties oh that makes a change again what was, what was the word um, what was that second word lost was it yeah, yeah. Lost. Well, we, well we technically we drew in normal time so well that said like a true we, we drew but we did lose how many times does that mean technically Chelsea didn't win the Champions League when they won on penalties. Yeah. I still maintain yeah, that. Yeah, I think we should. We are lawyers, so legally should know. I did score my penalty in the shootout, no. So I did my. So my that's penalty. the main thing, really. That's the main thing. I yeah. mean, the team losing. Yeah, you scoring. I'm amazed mm. he didn't mention that in the intro. Then, if he scored his penalty, Shit. well, the keeper, he barely keeper got. He barely mentioned it on Saturday. Before the keeper got a hand to it, so it wasn't the greatest penalty in the world. But they did um, raise thirteen thousand pounds on the night. That's so that's good. We probably mentioned the name of the charity, shouldn't we? It was the Robert Eaton Memorial Fund match, played down at Brighton. Uh, down at Lewis FC um, the Dripping Pan Dripping Pan one of the best names for a stadium ever the um, best name for a stadium ever there's no I bet there's better uh, should we, so should we t- have the JD thinking <laughs> second term I've, I've distracted him now haven't I there's a t- there's like a t- waving t- keys at a baby a, in it. it's just he's there's a team in Switzerland who's called like the Wankdorf the Wankdorf, Wankdorf. The Wankdorf Stadium. told you there was a better stadium yeah. why yeah. are you waving Richard Keys yeah. at a baby uh, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I really wouldn't wave Richard Keys at me. I think the we should stop the right there. He's the hairiest man in the world. Uh, okay. The, no. Well, I sleeps in a tyre. Sleeps what, in, in like tyre. Yeah. No, as in as in uh, apes sleeping on a tyre. Oh, right. <laughs> um, uh, what was the question? Wankdorf is a bit. I, I'd say that's up there with the dragon pan. Yeah. The See now, if somebody. It, that's the part of the pod they start listening all they're going to hear is you saying what was the question Wankdorf 
sound like a posh person requesting something. <laughs> <laughs> um, Should we talk about Saturday then? Yeah, but okay. let me just. Do we have to? Have we finished on the rent? Yeah, so rent free lost, but um, they raised money. And next year's game might be at the Amex. So Ooh. hopefully they get a bigger crowd. Well, they really do that. need the money, so, don't yeah, they? There you go. Good. Not just Remp, Brighton. Yeah. There, just a but also well done to everyone that played in Remp and organised it and stuff because it was all very good and all for charity. Well, apart so, from the Palace team, apart lost, from, obviously. Yeah. How well, many times on penalties is that now? It's about seven times up in the Which is seven times we haven't lost in normal time. Actually, um, I mean, there's a lack of there's a lack of bottle there, isn't there? There you go. Some... I've always I've scored every penalty I've ever taken just, just for the three out of three. So. Okay. There go. Right. That's the Palace good. actual team had uh, a game against Hull. Uh, another former manager back at Selhurst. Uh, another defeat. Another uh, lacklustre performance players on the beach well, I was tempted was really to turn up to this pod uh, in a similar fashion lie back and just wear flip flops because yeah they're pretty much on the beach aren't they um, it was worse than lacklustre I mean the week before was lacklustre but we arguably deserve to beat West Brom this was I mean first of all I've, I have to say that is possibly the worst refereeing display I've seen at Salas Park certainly in the Premier League and it's the first time I've ever genuinely felt that a referee might actually want the other team to win hmm. It was mystifyingly bad, it's especially the decision to allow their first goal and to dis- disallow clear handball, clear handball, yeah. and to, and to disallow our so no goal. goal yeah. When the less the the uh, whole players were on their way back to the centre yeah. circle, you could see Clattenburg looking for reasons to disallow, it, and he found one because that ginger-headed cheat apparently threw Wilf, himself to the ground. Wilf has said after the game that he spoke to Clattenburg, and Clattenburg said, "Well, they were both pulling each other." And right. in Wilf's words, "Well, doesn't that even it out, and yeah, shouldn't yeah. that be a goal?" But, smart but, lad that will yeah. but having said that it would have been a travesty if we had got anything out of the game because Hull were better from, than us from the kickoff. Yeah, and it's slightly worrying because at half time we were all waiting for half times before we'll Pardew will sort that out and, and it didn't look like anything had changed attitudes hadn't changed tactics hadn't changed and you, you really couldn't point to anyone I think Suarez was the only one that you could say had a half decent game had proper whose energy levels were, were where they should be Jedi was, was somebody. Somebody's got to take uh, Punchin's Perlo videos away from him because he's got to simply stop standing around in that sort of. Although, if he grew that beard, then that would be yeah, decent. He's he just got to stop swanning about looking for you know, passes that are going to be on. Well, it's because he goes deep. It's because he goes too yeah. deep. He needs to be playing further forward. Jedi, there's something clearly wrong with Jedi. The, the defense needs to sort itself out. I and mean, we've lost nine games at home now this season, which is. Yeah, everyone talks about carrying impetus into the. I'm quite glad that we've got Chelsea, Man United, and Liverpool to play because they they need to raise the game for that. Have we been found out? A little bit, I think. Yeah, I think well, I bit, think a small sample size. Well, it, 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 it is, but I think uh, I, I've got a mate who's a whole fan who was really worried. I, I, don't, you know, if, I, I don't think Hull would have travelled with any fear. You only have to look at the stats. We've already lost eight home games, and, and anybody watching the game the week before from Hull would have thought this is a team that we can beat. Mm. And I thought they hats off to them for their positive approach. But we knew that because we talked we talked in last week's pod about the fact they had twenty shots on target against Southampton, the mm. most shots on target from the away team. So we knew they'd come at us, and we all thought that would play into our hands. I genuinely thought it's the first time for ages, and I said it out loud in the pod last week for the first time in ages. I thought we'd win because mm. I thought the way they played really would play into our hands. But I did tell you at the time. I know you did. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, I was wrong to say that out loud. I was wrong to be positive. It was your fault. But yeah, you know, Murray again looks. I mean, it's not really his fault because he just had to deal with a lot. You know, he's up against three centre backs. He and was a lot of aimless balls forward. But what just, was frustrating, I thought, about Clattenburg's performance was that he was letting McShane in particular get very handsy with Murray yeah. like a lot of fouls yeah. a lot well, a lot of what could have been fouls 
So then to d- disallow the Sonogo, that, that's fine. If a referee is doing that, because you're setting the precedent for the game, you're going, right, this, I'm going to let you be physical today, it's a physical yeah, game. That, that's fine. And then to disallow the Sonogo that, goal that's fine, goes every, against that. Every time, every time Murray put hands on McShane, he went down. Mm. And they were doing that the whole game. If, if, if West Brom were the masters of time-wasting, Hull were the masters of, of diving, because they mm. went to ground at every opportunity. And it, and it was clear, at Clattenburg, there's a couple of times, like the, the one on Zahar, which I thought was a clear penalty. And if it wasn't a clear penalty, he should have booked him because yeah. the, it, it wasn't one of those where the defender got the ball and then him. The ball, the ball had long gone. It was a clear foul. And if it wasn't, it was a dive. There was a couple of moments like that yeah. for them. So, but there was a penalty for them as well. Yeah, Murray but, did handball as well. For yeah, them. But, but, yeah, but having, having like we said, it's, it, we could have had the best referee in the world. And if we'd got a draw out of it, yeah. it, it still wouldn't have been fair yeah. on hold because they, they were by far the better team. They had nine corners, we had none. Yeah. We had three shots it, on time. the last time we didn't have a corner in our home remember. game? Because that was the one thing we kept saying, well, we'll get something. Eventually yeah. we'll get a corner or a free kick. There just seemed to be a bit of a lack of anything, didn't there? And, and also, it did seem to be a lack of a, of a plan B when it wasn't really working. It, it seemed like that. We've praised Pardew in the past for, for being quite brave in bringing players on or changing stuff. I'm, I, I, you know, it's times like that when you'd like to see a couple of the younger players on the bench. Because hmm. then at least they would come on with energy and intent. And I think we all thought that Lee was going to... Yeah, because, again, it's that typical thing with Palace fans... He had a good game in the, for the academy or whatever it was and, and scored a really good goal in the reserve. So oh, yeah, well, he'll be brilliant. He'll save the game for us. He was OK, wasn't he? He was all right. Positive. But he's, he's, but he's way off match fit. And yeah. He, yeah, and I, and I keep saying this and I might make you get tired. The sort of player we needed is at Watford, Guardiola. Yeah. Because we simply haven't got a midfield player who can get the ball and drive at the heart of their defence. Yeah. Because the, the holding midfield players don't seem to have the will to do it. And Willie, Lee, Lee Willie, was doing Willie, that. Willie, a little bit when he came on, and really, and Punch has done that in bits this season. But he seems to, at the moment, want to drop a bit, a bit too deep, and like you say, play the pillow role when actually he needs to be pushing on a bit from mid- yeah. midfield because it's a very easy to contain a player that sits yeah, back yeah. and plays cross field ball. So, Street, you made a face when we mentioned Lee a minute ago. Was oh it? well, he, he gave away the ball, didn't he, for the second goal, yeah. which he did apologise for. Um, yeah, he played okay. Um, I was, I was the, the the facial expression was just in reference to uh, okay. that little yeah. mistake. But that's going to happen when Kev, you're chasing a new. Well, yeah, and as Kev says, you know, we came away from that match thinking, well, you can't really sort of get have too many gripes about the result. It was entirely the fair result. It to, to me, you know, it, there was just not enough. I know they're fairly easy things to say, and it sort of belies a lack of tactical insight sometimes. But there wasn't enough drive or urgency. Mm. We didn't really press them very high up the pitch. You know, that punching. Was dropping so deep, probably indicative of him wanting the liking the idea of you know playing that slightly more cultured role rather than playing in a you know position where he's able to do more damage. And whether that was at his behest or um, apologies, we don't really know. But equally, you know, why play him there? His ability isn't based around um, sort of defensive anticipation or based around being able to intercept or put in a real sort of defensive contribution he's no shirker but that's not his primary you know ability so for him to then be dropping that far deep just doesn't seem to me to work I think there's the fact that you know we we hadn't really started regularly with that front three before what was it Sunderland really <coughs> yeah. like and, and teams have probably now seen it and seen how they play and you can't and I, I said this at the time yeah it was great watching that Sunderland match but you can't really rely on the fact that the same front three is always going to work every single week because yeah. they're going to examine it time after time after time in their preparations they're going to say well you know um, Balassi always likes to make these runs or oh, likes to do this 
Palacio will sometimes go closer to Murray on the long balls, etc., etc. It becomes quite predictable. So, if anything, I think um, the introduction of Lee will at least give another option to maybe play out wide, maybe play another yeah. ten role. Mm. Um, but yeah, there are you know there are quite a few things wrong with that performance really from sort of start to finish. And I don't know. I, I, I felt a little bit. I didn't feel embarrassed to watch it. I felt embarrassed when I was taking texts from quite a few of my Sunderland mates after we put in, you know, yeah. such a yeah. brilliant performance yeah. full of desire up there, and then we've put in, you know, two of the most insipid, flaccid performances you could ever want. Well, you wouldn't want them in the first place, but but t- two of the most flaccid performances you could sort of, you know, ever expect in the next two games. And it's just a little bit, I don't know, it's a little bit unfair on the rest of the league not to put in any effort like that. Yeah, I think fact, I'm sure they, I'm sure they, they, I'm sure they did put the effort in. I mean, it wasn't always noticeable, but it's just, <laughs> and I suppose it's it's human nature to relax a little bit but it's the fact that it's at home as well we've had you know, yeah, we've had the brilliant City result and the brilliant Liverpool result but the fact that it's off the back of that West Brom performance and they, and they talked all week about giving the fans a, a bit of a treat mm-hmm. and that's what we all expected and you know, and it's nice to see Wilf doing a bit of defending but he's no good at it he was he was all over the place for that for that first goal and it shouldn't have been him he was the only defender back there because yeah. so, the, the, the centre Delaney and, and uh, Kelly had gone a well, and it's like that. That needs sorting out. And it's just, a, I was just really cross about the fact it didn't change at half time because we all, at the very least, you expect a sort of 10 15 minute spell. And I think if we'd scored first, I think once we'd equalised, you could see the way their shoulders went down. Yeah. And they were literally going back to the to the centre circle before Clattenburg went through his list of reasons to. I think we'd have scored again. But again, we wouldn't have deserved, we wouldn't have deserved to. And it would have been brilliant for Sonogo to get a goal and all those people having a go at Sonogo it's just not it's not his fault that's not his game he's not a different version of Glenn Murray mm. he was never like that at Arsenal he's not a big straightforward target man so there's no point lumping all they did was get take Murray off stop lumping the ball aimlessly up to him and start lumping it aimlessly up to Sonogo and that's, and there, there was no too many um there was too many long balls from Saturday, wasn't yeah, there? Way more than I can remember in, in a game recently like, he seemed to want to go up to Murray all the time yeah. and it was clear clear early on in the match that he wasn't he wasn't going to get much in the air from from the from the whole defence. So, again, again, another kind of uh, lack of options, lack of a plan B. Snowgo coming on for Murray as well to, as a straight swap is again a kind of a well, let's chuck another striker on. It didn't it didn't seem like a like there was any options. But if you're going to chuck another striker on and play the same way, then put Amiobi on because he's that's that's what he is. He is a proper big target man who can hold the ball up with his back to go while people get close to him. Hmm. But there was a lack of you know again. It was quite late on before they brought Gale on, and it didn't seem to quite know what to do with him. Mm, out left again. Yeah. Well, I had completely forgotten that he'd even come on. Yeah, yeah. yeah it is. <laughs> Which is uh, great. Because um, again, you think, well, try being down the middle then. Yeah. If it's not working. Well, I, I, I would have done that, switched up, put two, yeah. up, two up front maybe. And, Absolutely. And you might as well. We seem to sort of go three at the back as well, didn't we, towards yeah. the end or something? So, right, last ten minutes. Um, Someone on, someone on one of the forums or something, or Twitter or something, was saying that uh, P- Pard... I can't remember where it was. Good sourcing. Um, it was the internet. Yeah, that was stand-up, you call it. was the, somewhere yeah. on the internet. Will that stand-up, you If I ever, a left if, turn If there. we get to a day where I have to defend yeah. this podcast in court, then I think we're all, we're all finished. Um, but someone was saying about... <laughs> Um, yeah, that, 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 um, that doesn't. That doesn't. Oh, thanks, mate. Just for the, the I am com- I am confident in your in your lawyer abilities. Well, you do, you um, do know about the lazy, the lazy podcast law of two thousand and seven, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it's, it's, a thing. Thing. it's legally podcast if I, podcast. If producers. I have to read about it, then yeah, podcast uh, producers and presenters are legally obliged to put the utmost effort into it. Okay, no, well, and I'm now going to be. I'm now going to be asked to read it. Couldn't be asked to read it. 
form-wise, looking at history, Pards sometimes seems to go through run run of games. It'll go through uh, runs of wins followed by runs of defeats. Yeah. Doesn't seem to kind of uh, sort of plateau at all or be. Does that does that fill us? Do you, are we are we entering one of them? Are we worried about that? Give it especially given our uh, like game. Well, it doesn't really matter season. now, does it? You know, we are safe, notwithstanding Ooh. the fact that oh god, here we go. We were safe after the West Ham match. <laughs> Uh, you know we are safe now so in the grand scheme of things it doesn't really matter and I don't buy the argument that if you finish the season badly you're going to start the next season badly you know you've got pre-season you've got new players coming in etc you know you don't know how your fixture list is going to be at the start of the next season any number of different factors but um, it's just I don't know I I, I can't quite put my finger on it. it it's one of those things that perhaps given the manner in which he changes stuff so often and it does sometimes work by sheer law of averages sometimes it's not going to work you know you're not going to get a consistent um, grind that you get under a Tony Pulis for example and sometimes it's going to come off brilliantly like against Man City but equally sometimes he, he just because he likes to tinker and he likes to change things up it will go spectacularly wrong or, or just but you know mediocrely that, 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 has that the last two matches that expression can't quite put my finger on it sort of sums it up because there's loads of little things that don't seem right suddenly I mean mm. when couldn't quite put our finger on why we were doing so well and now it's like the home form you know, I, at, at the same time I was moaning about the fact we've lost all those home games I can't quite work out or suggest what we do to to stop that without radically changing the way we play but it, I, then I, I, I don't see how radically we would you know so we, we do try and seem to get on the front foot in, in games we are better set up for away games mm-hmm. admittedly with the type of players we've got but that's got to be addressed but that's an interesting point because Pardew does tend to go in weird runs sort of weird runs but I'm less worried about it because of the teams we've got coming up if if we had a lot of teams near us around the bar, I'd be a little bit worried but mm. they're going to have to uh, yeah, the, the, the intensity will be back at Stamford Bridge and it'll be back for the Man United game yeah. but then you get that argument it's like Ian Wright doing his nut about Everton on Sunday saying well it's all very well playing that well against Man United but you've got to play that well yeah. week in week out you yeah. can't it's, it's insulting to the fans to yeah. just raise your game against would you say less team. insulting or more insulting than kissing your badge after you leave the club that gave you your well he has personally asked me to stop calling him a badge kissing Judas but and he did say what would it take to make me stop that and I said a time machine <laughs> that he could get in and not kiss his badge basically that sounds fair to me simple as that yeah. okay. he even offered to supply his birth certificate as well <laughs> which is really sweet but um, it is, it, it's, it's kind of frustrating but in, it, if we just had one bad result that wouldn't have been it's, it's almost like nobody at the club had told the players that losing to one ex-manager was yeah. bad but losing but, to two yeah and it's interesting because you could tell the age of the crowd on Saturday as Bruce made his progress. You could, as, as he walked past a little block of young people who didn't know, mm. they kind of half applauded him. And he walked past a block of middle-aged people who remembered him and booed him. <laughs> and like, uh, but, it's, yeah, but hats off. No, Hull deserved it, hats off to him. Let's face it, yeah. um, okay, uh, Soiree. And that, we, after we, he was sort of one of the few positives after West Brom, but another positive after Hull again? I Got a full so. game? I thought so. I thought he was the one... The one whose energy levels were consistent, and also it's the first time we've seen him tested properly defensively. And I thought he, he was alright defensively. Yeah. Actually, I thought he looked he looked strong and he looked good in the tackle, and he looked like he wanted to use the ball well afterwards. So I was I had been slightly worried about him before, but I'm more encouraged about him yeah. now. And I, th- I think he'll probably be the starting left back yeah. next season. I'm yeah. guessing. Good, good, good at delivery as well. Links up well with yeah, the yeah, other, but, but yeah, yeah, it was yeah. his ball for, for Snowgo. Yeah. A decent decent left peg. Decent yeah. decent swinger. 
That's what I would call it because yeah. I haven't got a left foot. Um, yeah, so there's. It's just frustrating, isn't it? To uh, after we have done so well to lose those games, but well, it's in it. context, though, haven't we? Well, no, we have got to put it into context. But they it were they were Warnock performances. I mean, that's how we were playing. Yeah, the back end of last year, that sort of aimless thing. But yeah, like you say, you have to put it in context, and you can't blame them for not wanting to get. It's hurt. interesting. I did actually think that during the first half of that that performance against Hull, it was kind of one of those we were keeping the ball okay, but never actually doing them any any damage. Uh, not really showing a great deal of invention or penetration and not really pressing them. So, yeah, I completely agree that it, it did feel a little bit like a Warnock performance. Yeah. We shouldn't go out, again, we shouldn't go over the top. No. And we've got to put it into context. But, yeah, I think improvement's needed, certainly, if we're not going to be embarrassed by Chelsea on their horrible title celebration. Well, yeah, oh, they... I was really hoping they would have, they would have won it by no. Sunday. That would have been lovely if they'd, I think if they'd won it. There's still time for Leicester to win tonight. Yeah, it's true. I'm glad I said that because that, that is now going to date the well card immediately. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for that. Is it still nil-nil? No it, idea. They're either winning and or losing and or drawing. Right. It's like Schrodinger's football. <laughs> we, um, what, well, uh, how come you, you, each week you never get any reference to anything ever? I know some stuff. And suddenly you're throwing in a reference to Schrodinger's cat. Yeah, I know some stuff. Wow. I've watched The Big Bang Theory. I know stuff. Uh, um, top 10's gone? No, not necessarily. Given the run-in? No, I'm, I'm more optimistic against... You know, United's away form is, is pretty poor. They were pretty poor against Everton. And if Carrick isn't playing, I think we've got every chance against United. There's, there's no logic that says, you know, if we beat Man City, we, we, we can beat yeah, true. United. Man City won, though. They've been so bad afterwards that you can't. You, you look back at that and think, well, we, maybe we probably should have beaten Man City. Bad, bad, not bad by their standards, but... It's beatable. They're still Premier League champions. But no, I... I yeah, Liverpool's season's petering out. Yeah, and they'll, yeah, be, they'll be trying so hard in that last game to, to win Gerard off with some sense of yeah. Purpose. Have you made your banner yet? Not yet. Yeah. Okay. In, in production. I'm having. I'm, I'm asking Vector, but they're having trouble with the tear for the corner of Stephen Gerrard's eye. <laughs> Apparently, it's quite hard to tapestry a tear. Hey, if anyone can do it, if anyone can do if, it, uh, it's Vector. Of, of course, the they can. Um, okay, let's wrap up part one there. In part two, we've got. Um, yet again, loads of questions uh, from our lovely listeners. Uh, so see you in a bit. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to the Five Year Plan podcast. Hello. Oh, oh, oh that was nice. Hi. That was a bit different. Yeah, it's a bit Radio 4, wasn't it? It was a bit, yeah. Um, no, it was lovely. Now uh, JD's hour. It's pod... He couldn't last an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, let's... let's that's uh, broadcasting on men. Um, it's lightless. Po- it's pod, <laughs> pod one thirty eight. Yeah. Sponsored by Vector Printing for all your print and embroidery needs. Go yeah. to vector.co.uk. That's Vector with a K. Oh, beautiful! It's very nice. Um, We're going to harmonise it next week. Okay. Uh, questions then from our listeners. Um, we get a lot of questions, so thanks to everyone. We get a lot. This is the most we've ever had. I think Can, like continually each week. How so. many have we had? Like 50. Wow. I would say. It's a lot. Of so questions. that's a lot, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. We had that many done? in weeks one, three to, three yeah. to 13. No, we couldn't. We used to write them then and we couldn't write. Have well, you still many. questions? Have you decided to check the questions before the pod this week? No. Oh, okay. Good. So okay. it's going to be interesting, but yeah. uh, I've yeah. got the first few lined up. Oh, that's good. And the first one comes from Mike Cooling. Hi, Hi Mike. Mike. Uh, and he says, Good evening, panel. No. Hi. Hi, Mike. Good evening, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. As is two is two a panel? Does that count? Is it? Mm, three. Well, three. That's a crowd. Yeah, right. Okay. 
I'm, I count, don't I? Do you? Well, you don't very rarely give an opinion. Don't feel. I gave, yeah, I gave some in the first section. Yeah, some. I didn't like it. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Good evening, panel, says, <laughs> says Mike Cooling. Hi, Mike. Uh, as the first team aren't playing well at the moment, is it time we played the fringe players? I, yeah, we, we hinted at this earlier. I think certainly it's time to, to put them on the bench or give the likes of Boating a go. Certainly, yeah, it, it's... I'd, I'd, you know, especially as we know that Pardew has been looking at them, has been going to the, the reserve games mm-hmm. and the youth team games. They, the under twenty ones, won the league. Yeah, oh, brilliant! I didn't so know that. There's, there's, and a handful of them have been given yeah. pro deals. So there's, there's definitely some talent there. Yeah, congratulations to them. Yeah, I can't but, remember. But yes, I mean, this would seem the ideal. Uh, he, possibly, he probably won't do now in the next three games. But so you would have thought that the, these last two games were the time to do it. But I mean, if yeah, you're going to tinker, exactly, exactly. If you're going to tinker, at least you know give the fans something a little bit more interesting yeah. than yeah. going. Oh, I'm going to play Julius well, Speroni at left wing. Yeah. Well, no, no, sure. I don't want well, that. Well, I, actually, I, wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't mind that. Be he, he's, he's playing there against Dundee. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think he's going to play everywhere against the, Dundee. Surely the least exciting. That's because no one's going to turn up to play on us. Surely the least exciting opponents for a testimonial ever. We went on this last week. His choice. They're his choice because he, they, they, there's an emotional connection. Yes, no, it's, they mean it's, it's lovely, yeah. So, yeah. Unfortunately, he didn't come from like Real Madrid or something. Yeah. But um, They've named two of the players that are going to play in the testimonial for Palace. Clinton Morrison and Aki Rialati. Oh, that's So that's good. nice, that's isn't it? That's nice, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Why did they name him Clinton Morrison? Yeah. Huh? Sorry, I was just being an arse. Um, yeah, so that's, and, and Charlie Adams playing for Dundee. Oh, so good. there you go. There's, there's yeah, some they're, names they're, to go. I mean, 5,000 on the crowd. They get, well, yeah, they should... There should be more than that. There should be 25,000. They should turn up just to watch Julian Kills, walk around exactly, the picture, I know. Exactly, exactly. And, uh, I think the last you... testimonial I was at a Palace was a nil-nil draw. And one of the worst that? games in the world. Who was that Dougie Freeman's one where he got brought off after five minutes yeah. by Warnock? He was about the harshest. He was, um, he was sumped <laughs> off, wasn't he, after about I five or ten minutes? I he wasn't pulled that. off like that. The best one was the... Nineteen ninety Palace team against the nineteen ninety Man United team. Yeah, that was good. When Andy Thorne literally had to be dragged <laughs> off and left two massive furrows in the pitch. <laughs> and the rest he of us didn't him. leave the centre circle. No, no. Really. Well, he got and also they, he wasn't carried off. He was dragged off. Literally, like a plough. And, and the, the rest the, of us going. Did Simon Jordan play in nineteen ninety? If you want to go and watch Jules's testimonial, tickets are available now. So I think from the Palace box office. What night is it? So it's the twenty. It's the Tuesday after the season ends. Right. So twenty sixth. Of May, um, uncharacteristically well organised of you. Yeah. So something like that. Um, so tickets are still available. So um, get yourself down there. Um, I suspect you might be saying that on the day. Possibly. But well, no, we're going to we're, we're going to pod after. I think we did a pod. The last pod of the season will be day after, actually. So mm-hmm. maybe we can convince Jules. Go down on Tuesday. Try and convince Jules to come on. Oh, we could just do it during the match. It'd be nice oh, and quiet. Yeah. I'm joking, Jules. Get down there and support him. I'll be there. Maybe. Um, okay. Next question. Um, oh no! Um, la- the last testimony I went to was Simon Rogers, which was a pre-season friendly against Spurs, Didn't we get where we lost that? four or five nil. Yeah, it was just like a yeah. normal pre-season friendly. Yeah. Um, so there you go. Good riddance. He didn't deserve anything more than Next. that, did he? Jolly, he was a great player. It's the first game my son went to. Nah, I don't like Jared, him. Why not? Just don't. You're a, you're a, you're a horrible piece of man. Um, <laughs> That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. To. He's a lawyer. Um, yeah, that's a fair point. Um, Jamie Green. Hi, Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Says, can you hear the Mills sing? Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Very good. That very good. Very good. Yes, well, they... Um, uh, I quite liked... What's their brother's... Steve Evans? Steve Evans, it? yeah. I quite liked him looking down the camera last night telling the Mill player to shut his face. Yeah. Uh, 
Didn't he say? Didn't one of them say that, that's the player? I can't remember what. But he told a, a, a London news website that he thought Rotherham didn't have the bowl. Yeah. So Steve Evans said, "We've got twelve bowls at the moment, and we're going to drink them all tonight." <laughs> I mean, I hate yeah. Steve Evans. He seems like a horrible piece he of work. He does. But seem, fair and, play and, apparent, that. and apparently, word has it that he, he is indeed a horrible piece of. Yeah. But. Uh, but that was funny. Yeah, it was a little. Well, especially because they all had that slight little bit of hope, didn't they? It looked like they might do it, and then the three-point deduction. Uh, beautiful. Yeah. Agent got, Holloway. I've got well, exactly. These, these, are the two, the, these are the two <laughs> things I've got to say. I don't care about all your uh, horrible words after leaving Palace. Uh, Agent Holloway, mission accomplished. <laughs> and also, I'm really interested to see whether uh, the South London Press are going to publish my uh, little thing at Millwall in my weekly column this week because obviously they've got big Millwall readership plug good yeah. Yeah. When, yeah thanks when's that out? Out, out Friday 50p in all, uh, in all news agents in Lewisham other newspapers <laughs> yeah. are available listeners. and other suburbs of London um, is that the one where you crowbarred in a cartoon of the Prophet Muhammad as well no that was last week oh, not, okay, not this right, week right. yeah um, I can't go home at the moment. The one with him laughing at Millwall. That's my excuse for the missus. We've got, <laughs> we've, moving swiftly on. We've got another qu- a question that re- related to Millwall from Michael Fogarty. Hi, Hi, Michael. We won't spend too much on this, but, but I think it's making me happier. Um, is it too late to raise enough money to fly a plane over the, <laughs> over the knuckle draggers? Brilliant. Reminding them there's only one team in South London. Dave, Should we do that? Should we do that? Well, yeah, where, we we getting, where are we getting the budget? Uh, Vector. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, well, actually, you could t- kill two birds with one stone. Then, if Vector have got time to do the big banner, then yeah, it'd be heavy though. If embroidered, an embroidered one would be difficult be, to fly. Yeah. <laughs> now, all I'm saying yeah. is, there is a billboard near London Bridge that lets local businesses yeah. for free advertise every week. And uh, there's a thing at the bottom of it. People who use London Bridge every day will see it. I'm just saying that FYP could hypothetically yeah. get that billboard for free and go. <laughs> do you know, you know, you know what the classy thing to do is say nothing. Mm. They they know that we know, and we know that they know that we know. <laughs> that's good enough for us. Just, it is you know, good, but it's no banner. It's no banner over a, a biplane over a stadium. Yeah, but do we know that they know that we know that they know? And uh, no, I don't know. <laughs> what would we have on this banner? We'd have. Because that's too long, reminding them that we're South London's. How <laughs> about just thanks, Ollie? Yeah, Agent Holloway. Yeah. Mission accomplished. <laughs> I like that. That's quite, yeah. yeah. Although you'd end up with more hate metal than you already get if you organise yeah, that. Yeah, but they'd, they'd be legally obliged to fly it, though, wouldn't they? I think you have to respond in kind. That's true. I think that's true. Lawyer, you're a lawyer. Yeah, it's in the Flying Banners Response Act 1992. Right, let's have more questions. Uh, a, from a, our... a Southwark councillor accused me of uh, being racist towards Millwall fans because I suggested in an article that, uh, uh, and this is true, I had a load of scrap metal nicked when we moved in here. There's loads of stuff in the front garden. We got that did, got nicked. And I said it's the first time I'd thought about Millwall for years. <laughs> and, and I got this really stinking correspondent on the official page saying that's, that's actually racist to say that about Millwall fans. I did point out the irony of somebody accusing somebody being racist towards Millwall fans because they're not a race. All right, yeah. And also, you know, their own checkered past on that subject. But God love them. God love them. Well, it's, um, it's, it's fine. I mean, we, we, you know, there was a time when when Charlton and Millwall were worth. Of course, it's a good and lovely. We're going to lose oh, half our Christian <laughs> readership now. We're accidentally going to the FIP podcast rather than Christian. Wardy's never yeah. going to come on. There, the there, was, a, there was a time. Right. Yeah, don't say that. Julian, Julian's a good Catholic. So yeah, he loves Catholic. Catholic. Good Catholic boy. Yeah, but there was a, there was a time when Charlton and Millwall had bragging rights over us. So. I think it's only yeah. fair to, to um, exercise those bragging rights. No, We've, no, don't exercise them. That, that hurts them even more. 
they're, they're, all waiting, they're all waiting for the tweet. Just what, make them wait. Okay. Yeah. Or fly a plane. Okay. I'll see how much the plane is, and then I'll make a decision. Um, the next question. Know how much it is? We know you, we, you can't organise this podcast properly. You're not going to organise a plane over this South in our pre-arranged budget. We agreed this. I time. think I can do it. I can do it. What, so you, you've got to clear the airspace. You've got. Yeah. To, oh, can okay. do that. I'm going to fly. I'm going to learn to fly it and fly it myself. Um, I've, got, I've not got much work on right now. So, <laughs> next question. <laughs> next question is from. That's a good name. Ellis Whiffen. Hi, Ellis. That's an awesome name. Hello, Ellis. It's a great name, isn't it? Whiffen. Hello. We have some very good named listeners. Should we invest in a new groundsman? It's like we're playing. It's like we're an ice hockey team at the moment. Uh, um, quite a few people made that point on uh, Saturday. Especially, a lot of slips. Yes, yeah, pressing the first fifteen minutes. But I mean, the groundsman we've got is apparently uh, has a very good reputation. Yeah. So you can only wonder whether it's all to do with the relaying of the turf yeah, at the start of the be. season, whether it's a hang up from that. But yeah, it it, it did look. Uh, certainly in the West Brom game, and on, on although it's yeah, perhaps that's why whole players kept going down so easily. I don't know. Again, <laughs> well, they, again, it's not yeah, it's not an excuse. For no, no, no it's not. The last two games, so they they do water the pitch a lot on match days, and um, apparently the players want the players ask for that. The yeah, players every, want every, it. Every every sprinklers are pretty. Is I know. Way? I know from experience that every they're watering pitches, and it's yeah. normally a decision made by the manager and the players. Yeah. And, and yet, but it's still they're sort of slipping around again. Yeah. So it seems a bit, bit weird, doesn't it? Yeah, I don't think it's it's not. I'm not an expert on this, but I've spoken to. It's not. It's not the water making the pitch slippy. It's the it's the turf moving on the oh, okay. un- unsuitable. Oh well, that would stuff. that would so, indicate the turf the, problem there. Before. Yeah, okay. yeah, good. But okay. he, I think we should say in case anyone connected with the, the groundsman position that he has got a very. He's good a very good. Groundsman. Yeah, he's got a very good. I don't know what his name is, but he's very good. Yeah. He's, he's like one of the. He's like one of the best. Didn't no, come. Didn't come from like Real Madrid or something. Come from Real Madrid? No, I think I got that wrong. Next question comes from Sam Whiting. Hi, Sam. Hi, Sam. He says, "Does it annoy the panel?" Yes, which is us. Yeah, um, no, whatever the question is, the answer is going to be yes to that. If yes. it is JD, yeah. then, then yes. yes. Does yeah. it annoy the? <laughs> That's getting cut. Does it annoy the panel as much as it annoys me, Sam Whiting, uh, when the team is read out in numerical order instead of defence, midfield, attack? Oh. Well, clearly the answer is no. Is I hadn't thought. Interesting I, question. Still, no. I, I'm still because I'm older than you. It still strikes me as odd. It jars me when you hear at number thirty-six or at number forty-eight, or still sounds odd. But yeah, I suppose it's an interesting question actually because I suppose if you're new to the game, it would you wouldn't get any sense of who was playing where. But if you're new to the game, you're not welcome. No, fair point. Yeah, no, fair point. <laughs> so yeah. don't, don't bother. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, all fans. Because in that case, you're a Premier League Johnny Come Lately. If you're you know, new to where, the pod, where were you? Come, yeah. yeah. If you're new to the pod, yeah. we welcome you. If this is your first yeah. listen at the pod, I personally welcome you to the FYP. If this is anyone's first listen to the pod, oh, they ain't still listening. <laughs> no. They've gone long ago. <laughs> That's a fair point. It's only the loyal and the brave who listen <laughs> for the odd nugget. <laughs> is there anyone out there? I think someone tweeted us every day. I think they, there was one person that's listened to every single pod we've ever done. That's, one, that's like two hundred hours of listening. Well, to do you know what? That's, um, that's more than that. Uh, that's hundred and thirty-eight more than I've listened to. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. There's some mental arithmetic here. Yeah, because this is pod one three eight. Honestly, never. You must listen to. It. I've never listened to it. Well, I've I've got quite a well this is a revelation for pod that's one. Zero, yeah? I've got quite a good memory. This is wow. I don't tend to, I don't tend to uh, listen to, to, 
to anything I do okay. on radio or whatever. So okay, it's not it's enough. not a slight. That's fair enough. On, <laughs> on the quality of the pod, but also because I kind of I remember yeah. being in it. Yeah. Do you fair, listen back enough. to it? No. Well, yeah, yeah. I have. To, well, do you when, 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 I, when, I, when I edit it, yeah. yeah. Do you not do photos then? Do you listen back to it? I'm the most narcissistic man you know. Of course, oh, I listen okay. back to You've it. You've got a loop quite in the off, office. Quite yeah. often sitting in Old pictures. I look at yeah, pictures yeah, of myself. Yeah. Um, so if you are the person that's listened to all, but of I don't. Them, yeah, I don't. Congratulations. That's yeah. Whatever. That's that's crazy. Yes. And yeah. let's hope you're out of hospital any day now. <laughs> but right. that's a good point, actually. I didn't think oh, yeah, that, yeah. That, that about numerical rather than in, yeah. Because I suppose that implies if if, if uh, Hennessy was playing, then he would be. He wouldn't be the first one. Name, they must go goalkeeper first, surely. surely. It's almost like with yeah. questions about good point. Millwall, the grass, and the order in which the team's read out, that Palace have nothing to play for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is a little bit. <laughs> Don't yeah. you think it's disgraceful that a pint of Cronks is 420 yeah, rather than 410? Well, shall we have a question yeah. about, about Palace? Then? No, I was quite enjoying the not Palace questions. Okay, okay. Well, we had a few questions on team selections. Let's, let's go into that. One person... Hi, one. Keith Roberts. Oh. Hi Keith. No, that wasn't then. <laughs> says <laughs> Keith Roberts. That's genuinely funny. Says, do you well put one thirty eight. Do hey, you agree? stop clock is right once a day, twice a day. Twice a day. <laughs> Hello, push. Keith. No, that wasn't um, me, but sorry, that's that's the, cat. the actual cat's going, sorry. It's been a while um, since I've called Streety Puss. Um, <laughs> Streety Puss, that's a good name. <laughs> Streety Puss, that's it now. It's actually my stage name. Yeah. Keith Roberts says, Hi Keith. Hi Keith. "Do you agree that bringing Jedi back was a mistake? Um, Ultimate, he's put, uh, he's put, ultimately costing us defeat against West Brom and Hull. Bit harsh. A, a little. Well, I think this is the thing that was mo- we most talked about in the pub after the game on Saturday. Is that you know he he was there for the Sunday. It it seems to have disrupted something. It's you know, I I I, I was all for keeping the." a winning team I think if it, if it's true that he, the only reason he picked Ledley at left back against West Brom is because he didn't want to drop Ledley then that's a mistake and Jed, the problem is Jedi just doesn't look right it's, 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 he looks sluggish he's not getting into tackles like he used to he's not there seems to be no energy on the pitch but so I, I, I yes I, I reluctantly I, you can understand why you would put him straight back. because well, he's a leader, isn't he? Captain of, leader. Of course he would, yeah. but he's had, he had, he's, he's had two poor games on the spin, but having said that, he's not the only one who's had no, exactly. two poor games on the spin. But Again, is it, we said this before in the last pod, is it a case of wrong game opposition, maybe? Away from home, we digging in? Maybe, I think sometimes it's just, yeah, the, it, it, there are other options in midfield as well, that's, that's the thing, it just seems like, He's got the three holding players, and he's going to play two out of three of them. And mm-hmm. it's, yeah, I mean, McArthur's not, hasn't got the energy. I mean, if if the player of the year was only based on the past two games, he wouldn't have a, yeah. a chance. But they probably wouldn't call it player of the year either. Well, honest. they wouldn't. They play of the fortnight. Yeah, yeah. but, but even you know, Dan and Delaney are not quite on it as much as they have been. So it's not just Jedi, yeah, but yeah. it there does seem to. He's, he, he, the thing with Jedi is you notice it more with him. Yeah, yeah, because, exactly. Because he's so. You see the passion, and you see the, the tackles, and you see the energy, and you see the, and that's just not, it's just not happening. Same when, same when Jules has a bad game, we all notice it because we're so used to his yeah, high yeah, standard yeah, yeah, of, yeah, of keeping each week. Yeah. Um, 
Colin, Colin Squires Hi, Colin. on that Hi, subject Colin. has said, do you think Jednak will be here next season? I think we've got to give him a little bit of leeway. You know, yeah. He's had a, a major, yeah. well, for, for Australia anyway, yeah. uh, international tournament in the middle of the it's season. Very big, oh, we've yeah. got a lot of Australian listeners, haven't we? Yeah. yeah. Both yeah. of them. Yeah. Sorry, Australia. But he's had an international tournament in the middle of the season. He, he played pretty much every game apart from what? No, in fact, he played every game last season, didn't he? Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll go with, with yes. And... He had the World Cup in the summer yeah. as well. Like the guys barely stopped, so you know, give him a bit of leeway. I, I think yeah. we quite often look for simple reasons when form falls away, and yeah. you know, it's it's a series of different factors. It's the fact that the players are slightly less urgent in their approach that they probably are feeling a little bit more safe. Yes, it has had an impact bringing him back because Ledley was shifted around and yeah. the def- defense was disrupted. But I don't think you should necessarily just blame that on, on Jednak. No, he, no, he doesn't pick who's you know I, I chosen for the team. I don't yeah. think anyone's blaming. Jednak and you, you, you can't but I don't think anyone either would have minded if Pardew had said he must be exhausted let, yeah, exactly. let him rest till the end of the season which wouldn't have made any difference to our to our prospects and it's also a good excuse to say well let's try Boateng or let's try different options in, in, in midfield and it's sometimes a player suffers because he is so integral he is so valuable and obviously wants to play there is that tendency to say, right, we'll, we'll, okay, we'll definitely play you, even though it's quite clear. And also, it must be, it can't be, you know, is it two weeks running he's been taken off at? Yes. First time, half time? It wasn't half time, but it's two weeks running when he's been taken off quite early in the game. I can't, honestly can't remember. But certainly, I mean, so that's, again, that's, it sort of implies that it's something wrong fitness wise. Do or, have, if I can sort of, Play devil's advocate for a second. Have Ooh. have the players? Um, I know I've been doing some Ooh. more reading. Um, have <laughs> the players? Um, they be, were they were so good in in February and, and January and March. Have they almost earned the right to have a bit of a an early season to well, go on the beach? The for thing a bit? is, fans well, are yeah. never going to tolerate that, really, no. are they? Just by by virtue of the fact you know people have paid to to watch them. The very minimum I think people expect is not competence. It's not necessarily goals. It's just a little bit of effort, and there was a you know a marked deterioration yeah. in the effort levels. I'm not going to say they weren't trying because I think that would be a mm. disservice to guys who are pretty damn professional. And yeah, not true, but, I don't, not true. I don't think. But the effort levels certainly weren't as intense as they have been in previous weeks, and that okay. annoys people. Yeah, and I think like I think, me. I think also they, they've got the right for it to happen. Well, it's the fact that it happened two weeks running mm-hmm. is, is the worrying thing that. And as I, as I keep harping on about the fact that it happened in the second half as well, because you kind of. There wasn't even that. You think, well, at least pretend to, to sort of run about yeah, and yeah. change. Well, especially something. after, like you said earlier, given yeah. Pardew's words in midweek. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna make up for last yeah, week and uh, stuff, and it yeah. didn't really. But it's it's interesting. Happen. And for the thing with Pardew is because he's always very quick to take the credit when things go right. He does tend to be honest and, and take the blame when things go wrong. And he did say after the West Brom game that he sort of outthought himself and tried to double bluff Pulis mm. and it didn't work. Yeah. But, but he was, and he was honest enough to say he used the word bewildered about the performance on Saturday. So clearly, that implies that they had worked in the week. Yeah. That they had sort of realised that they needed a good performance, and it, it just wasn't forthcoming. But it's the first time that Pardew's looked a little bit sort of lost on the on the. He he was talking exactly. to Millen a lot more than he used to. He seemed, yeah. didn't seem to quite know what to do, and they 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 weren't reacting. Whatever the. Yeah, it is a difficult position to be in. Of course, you know, we're not the first club to sort of find themselves in the middle of the table, knowing that there's not a great deal to play for one way or the other, and going into cruise control. You know, it does happen. Well, it's kind of rare for us. Well, somebody made the point last year that we our position was kind of inflated last year because I think Swansea and Everton 
and a couple of other teams went into n- neutral for the last four games when we were still needing the points. He did exactly the same. And did they, so, yeah, yeah, so yeah. And, yeah and, but the, the thing is, I, I generally do think that we will clearly raise our game yeah. for the next three games. Yeah. It will be a different palace. And also, yeah. like you said before, Hull were very good. Yeah, they were, good. Um, no, the, 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 again, maybe that's the one thing we're overlooking. Hull were is that excellent. Hull played very, very well. Yeah. I mean, it's just annoying that they had that three at the back and didn't change it, and you kind of think, well, we should have known that. But yeah. no, but that, that's a very good point that we should perhaps not forget that Hull, with uh, right from the word go, were, were very good. Their energy was very good, yeah. and they didn't they didn't look like a team fighting relegation at all. They weren't nervous. They weren't. No. Yeah, and as several people tweeted to me when I tweeted about Clattenburg on Saturday night, quite a few Hull fans went, "That's the first break we've had for for months." So you know, so many things yeah. have gone against yeah, us yeah. that if we did get lucky with the first goal and with Snowgirls disallow goal, yeah. fair enough. And, fair enough. Um, and we've yeah. had luck throughout the season yeah, as well. So it does. Course, it well, does both, you, yeah, you could argue. That, you know, Man City fans have argued that our first goal was yeah, offside, exactly. and that it wasn't a free kick, a foul on yeah. on Murray that led to the free kick. So yeah, yeah, it's fair enough. But I mean, it would be worrying if if we're still having this conversation. After the Swansea game, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that would be a, a, a problem because if our levels of, of concentration and energy are that this low for the rest of the season, yeah. then that well, there's would still be... four games, there's still quite a few left. Yeah. So, and there's still, I mean, we, you know, there's, chance, there's still a chance of tenth. There's still a chance. It'd be lovely if we could get above West Ham. That'd be lovely. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be very but having good. said that, yeah, we were where were we? Nineteenth from Pardew took over. Exactly. We are exactly. Into I spoke to a journalist last night on a, another podcast that I did. Sorry, sorry. Uh, but. Uh, for the football what? writers, he's he's he said he's voted for Pardew for okay. manager of the year for what based purely on that. And I thought he was joking, but he said quite a few people are voting. He thinks that Pardew is manager of the year because he's kept two teams up. When's the award? He has kept. Yeah, and, and, arguably uh, he has because, kept two teams up. Yeah. Because I think people are starting to realise now. Newcastle fans in particular are starting to realise that actually Pardew did yeah. a really good job at Newcastle, yeah. which is a basket case of a club. And he, he, you know, they were fifth two seasons. They've ago. lost seven on the bounce. They've lost seven. They, they're in, you know, they're in danger of going. Yeah. Carver had been manager all season. You know, so he, he's clearly a good manager. And, and it's when he, I'm fascinated to see what he does uh, pre-season. You know, yeah. who, who's what sort of player he looks to bring in and how he looks to change the style of anything. Okay. Um, speaking of relegation, uh, Nick Payne Cook. Hi Nick. Hi Nick. Says, um, who did the pod? Want to see relegated? It's a bit harsh, isn't Millwall. it? Millwall. I bet it's already happened. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I, I never want to see anybody. I, I yeah. genuinely don't want to see anyone relegated. Really Keep your Surely. I, no, I don't like the thought of. I, I don't like the thought of other people going. Oh, I want Palace to go down. I mean, yeah, let, yeah. Let's be honest. I won't be bothered. Yeah. Whoever goes down, Clive I'll, Allen, I'll, team the eighties, mean anything to you? Well, QPR are going. You were there. You're, you, you're the one who tells you about this. I was there every time yeah. we go to the pub. Yeah, QPR, well, yeah but QPR kind of. They're kind of, they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're kind of the us of West London. They're a smaller club than we. You know. That is the worst thing you've ever said to me. No, they're not. Well, they are. They're, they're in terms of their, they're rooted in their community, aren't they? They're, they're overshadowed by bigger clubs. I, you know, I wouldn't. I'd say I would not even fly monkeys if they go down. I think it'd be intriguing. I think Sherwood shouldn't have said out loud. There's no chance of us going down. We're too Did good he? because they're, cause they're, the other teams around them have got games in hand. Sunderland, I, I. I I'd be really interesting if Sunderland go down, I think, because they all thought they were safe after beating mm. the worst Newcastle team. Mm. And I kind of, in a, I'm, I'm pleased that Bournemouth and Watford are coming up. And in a way, you kind of want a big, a team like Sunderland, you kind of want them to go down because you, 
or Villa because you, you know they won't be as bad next season. You, you've always got to view it through the prism of who are the three clubs we can be above yeah. next season. And I'm already delighted because I think we will finish above Bournemouth and Watford. You'd, you'd like to think. Yeah. And taking a big club out of the equation, we've got enough money to spend. But Sunderland, something needs to happen at Sunderland because that club's in. Yeah, something wrong nice. at the heart of that club. I remember being there five years ago when Niall Quinn was chairman and he just instigated this like health thing where fans could walk from various parts of the, to, you know. Well, that'll never catch on. And, but, but he was really, you know, and it was, a, it, it was a club that seemed genuinely to be going places. There was a good atmosphere around there. Niall Quinn's such a decent bloke, mm. really desperately keen to help the local economy and aware that people in that area are struggling. And since then, it's just gone... It's, there's something rotten at the heart of Sunderland somehow, yeah. and you kind of feel maybe it needs that relegation to to shake them out of it. I don't, but I, I suspect I still think it's my, I still think Leicester are in trouble. But I think I think somebody other than the three that have been bottom all season, I think one of the big clubs is going to go down. So with Newcastle and Sunderland, not not a good time for football in the northeast, really. Not I mean, really. Borough okay, getting to Borough sometimes don't like to be lumped in with you know they yeah, yeah. not north. You see what uh, Karanka, yeah. who, 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 who was chatted up as being a. Palace manager was, at one point. Uh, just, just see what he did on yeah. Saturday. Yeah. So uh, they was, they were drawing against was, Fulham, and he decided after oh, coming back from three one down. After coming back from three one down, right, and he yeah. decided eh, point's not really good enough. Yeah. At three three, sent the keeper up. Fulham went on the break and yeah. uh, scored a winner. Really, yeah, Luke yeah. Russ McCormack wasn't it? I think. Yeah. Uh, so oh, well. there you go. That's the, uh, we moan about Pardew being too gung ho. It's gung ho, <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. there's while you're drawing, go, yeah. mm, go on, Jules, go up and have a header. And he did send him up as well because you see the keeper looking at him, and he, he yeah, uh, for a quarter like a corner, right? yeah, renegade, bold, um, Maverick, right, uh, Lewis Wilmot, hi Lewis, oh hi Lewis, says red wine or lager with a curry. And lager really it depends on the curry. It's waste, it's a waste of wine drinking. I agree. Don't drink wine with curry, and it's just no. Yeah, you know, there's, there's no. Also, more refreshing. There's no red wine robust enough to to really cut through. Taste, you know, it's a strong curry. It's just okay. You know, it's, and drink a lager that's brewed specially to be eaten with mm-hmm. Indian food, basically. Like a like a, yeah. a tiger, tiger, yeah, kingfisher, kingfisher. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. basically. Yeah. Don't really drink beer, right. so I don't really know much about. Kind of what well, what had you, you been drinking on Saturday night then when you were slumped outside the Paulson's? G and T. Oh, do you know what that refreshing, was? Refreshing. That was I didn't know the Paulson's Arms sold gin and tonic. <laughs> yeah, Not only do they sell gin and tonic, but as we left, my brother decided that JD hadn't had enough beers, so I bought him a pint of it. Oh, um, that was oh where, uh, that a pint was, of gin and tonic? Yeah, so, oh, so that's where it started that, going wrong that, for JD. Probably, that probably explains quite that a lot. That would explain it. Yeah, that, way, that, that was, would, not, that that was not tasty. You were properly slumped. Moving on. Uh, the next question is from Liam. Hi, Liam. Oh, hi, Liam. He says, Yaya Sonogo, discuss... Dot, dot, dot. Do I have to? I, I, doesn't really I feel, suit us, does it? No, I feel, I feel sorry for it. I, I mean, it's he was a punt. He was a gamble, mm-hmm. wasn't he? As simple as that. And it, it, when he first broke through at Arsenal, we, they were they had quite high hopes for him. But I, I think he's just. It's hard to tell what his best position would be because I, yeah, it, I mean, it, it, Southampton in the cup, he looked, yeah, quite useful. I think, but he was I, with. Paired with Shamus, with, with with Sh- yeah, I, 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 he's not a target man. He's not a Glenn Murray. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. He's, I, I feel for him because there's no lack of effort on his part, and you suspect that he's one of those players. Who, if he did get a goal, would get a few more. But it's, oh, 
Well, it's one of the few instances that Southampton game where he was playing with someone who's giving them balls into feet. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. absolutely. The inclination, particularly with uh, some of our centre-backs who will remain Delaney, when you see it's yeah. all man up front, it's like, oh, yeah, that was happening so get on this, your man. Yeah, oh, was, yeah. oh, no, that was a bit, bit offensive. Well, both both centre-backs centre would do it. Oh, my whole I didn't mind. Okay. Well, me, me too, but I did mind. Both centre-backs would do it. Southern Council do that. I'm going to get a letter soon. But yeah, I do, I, I do feel. I, it, it looks like the sort of player who might probably needs a season in the championship because mm-hmm. he's he's not he's not physically strong either. Is he? That's the other mm-hmm. thing. I mean, he's tall, but he's not. He's not. Thin, he's, he's, he's thin. really getting bullied by their, mm-hmm. their centre backs, which again is why we shouldn't have kept lumping aimless balls up at him because that's not his. He's got something about him. He's got just, bits and pieces. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't think again. I don't think he'll be with us next season. No. Anyway, I suspect Murray won't be. I suspect Delaney Ooh, won't be Murray really I, 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 I would be surprised if Murray Delaney start first game of next season okay it's my well certainly we, we know they're going to be looking for defenders and strikers so that wouldn't yeah. I guess that wouldn't be I don't think I'd much, as much as the Glenn Murray story has been lovely and romantic I, I don't think he's going to get 20 goals next season and we need a striker that we if, if unless we really tighten up the defence hmm. we do need to score more goals than we Currently think he'll change his, do you think he'll change the system next year or will he look for a, 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 again, young, a younger a pub, this, is a, this is a pub conversation we have all the time and I, I don't I don't know it's, again it's like well, how do we make ourselves better at home I don't know the answer because I'm not I'm, I'm not a co- I just think I just think Murray's not and he's, I hate saying this but I just don't think Murray is going to get us 20 goals a season or he's going to facilitate somebody else next to him getting 20 goals a season I want him to stay I'd like him to be part of the squad of course I do but mm. I just think if we talk about moving on then if if you asked apart from the clubs that are coming up if you offered Murray to any other Premier League club do you think they'd be snapping your hand off even in mid-term do you think West Brom would, would say yeah we'll have Murray do you think Villa would say we'll have Murray would West Ham I, I think it depends on the way maybe. you play football yeah maybe and I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that's not a criticism. I'm saying. And I'm not saying he's direct. not a Premier League player because he clearly is, and he scored goals yeah. and he looks at home there. But I'm just saying is if we're talking about improving or moving ahead, mm-hmm. I, I, he's he's somebody you would you would look to replace. Well, speaking of players um, that might yeah. be leaving, then we've had two people tweeting on a similar question: Andy Hopper, hi Andy, and Chris Waters. Hi Chris. But, oh, lovely. Um, Chris has said, would you accept a bid of 15 million for Balassi? Yep. Yep. And Andy has said, for 15 million, I would buy anyone's hand off. There is too much inconsistency. What, in relation to Balassi, or that's just how much it'll take for him to uh, buy In, in relation to Balassi. Oh, okay. I think. I, I, I what do you think? I, I can't imagine anyone paying 15 million pounds for Balassi. I can't imagine any of the top six would see Balassi as being better than anyone they've got at the mm-hmm. moment and then you would wonder why Balassi would go to any other club especially when we saw as we said before we saw what happened to Zahar when he went to yeah. and the, the thing is you know, and Balassi and Puncham were on uh, goals on Sunday with Chris Kamara as the guests and there was a you know, brilliant package of, of Balassi's skills but there weren't many goals in that and yeah, when when he's not in the game, he's really. I mean, he's, he's without a doubt, and this is odd when Zahar is in the team. Blassie is without a doubt one of the most exciting Palace players yeah. I've seen for years, and I love him to bits, and it's it's brilliant. But I, again, it's that thing. If you if you want to be successful week in week out in the Premier League, 
he's got he's got to prove that he can do it week and also what he's got to add to his game is that when things aren't coming off it's all very well to say I don't know I can't recreate these tricks because I don't know what I'm going to do that, that you, you need to, he's got to add to his game something that he can do when the tricks aren't working mm-hmm. well when he is getting double teamed by fullbacks or when when he is getting marked or when he is getting you know so and that and it's the same as Zahar they need to find other ways of, of doing stuff because that little step over if it, you can keep doing you can do it for 90 minutes if yeah. it's not working and, and the other thing as well with both of them is that for the city, you know, against West Brom, Zahar had Brunt in his pocket, and and against Hull, mm. Zahar looked capable of beating the wing back all the time. But this, but if the cross doesn't come in, but, but in those games as well, yeah. managers have shown that, that they will double up on players. They yeah, will yeah. they will do that, and and it can be effective. It can, it, it can but also them. what I mean, what used to happen in the Championship is that that created space for other players. So what they yeah. need to learn is to do that in the Premier League. That if they're getting marked out of the game or if they're struggling. They need to at least create space for other mm-hmm. players to go into, and I, you know, and and it's Pardew saying I've made him worth twenty million quid. Is of course he I'll says that's all the boys. Doesn't he? he probably does. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 they relax him. Yeah, but um, I, I I don't want Blasi to go. I really don't want Blasi to go. I, I would I would hope he starts next season, but. If you were offered fifty million quid from yeah, a lot, a lot of money. It's, in a lot of money. It's, a, it's a negotiating ploy. I've said it time and time of again. It is, yeah. You know, we don't yeah. have any players who are good enough for the top six. Outside yeah. of the top six, everyone's much of a muchness these days. Yeah. Everyone gets the same money every season. Everyone's on a similar financial footing. Everyone's now subject to you know, with certain constraints, FFP. So I can't go absolutely ridiculous. Mm. So all the wage to turnover ratios and all that fun gunk is actually going into more sensible levels so no one is going to spend ridiculous money to take him from us to you know a 7th place yeah. team or a 15th place yeah. team or, or something like that and you know uh, I agree with what Kev says there about sort of consistency and so forth he, he, he's had a, a purple patch recently and it's been great to watch he's mm-hmm. done well but you know he's got to produce it over an entire season if he wants to justify the, the hype of saying that he would go to a club like Liverpool or a club like Spurs mm. or you know one of the top six clubs in, in the country and at the moment that's not really the case I, I slightly disagree yeah. that we haven't got any players that would get so I think Dan and Ward arguably would, would certainly think, seem like think Liverpool. Dan, Dan I would think, yeah. I think Dan is better than any centre-back United have got yeah, um, possibly. Well, he should be um, in England. Possibly Liverpool as well, but he should be in England. But, but in terms of the, the players, we talk about the exciting players, and you know you're absolutely right. Um, and uh, yeah, you look at West Brom; they got players like Berry, you know, Villa have got players like Ben Teke. Yeah, arguably better players than. than I don't think Morgan's either of them are going to be at those clubs next. No, they probably won't. Um, Palace aren't them. Well, you heard oh, it here I, love, I love Ben Teke at Palace, but uh, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but speaking of signings, Jack Pierce. Hi, Jack. Jack. Has says, who do you rate as the best and worst? Maybe it's a bit harsh. Signings of the season. What for Palace or anyone? I think um, well, he hasn't said, but I'm assuming for Palace. It's gonna be harsh on him, but Snowgo. Really? I, you know, I that, mean, yeah. in terms of the club that he came from, the, the game time. You know, you're not talking about someone who was brought in very much with huge year, but you're talking about someone who's brought in on loan for the sake of immediacy who has played a good few minutes and who hasn't really had an impact so I think you've got to say him haven't you well or Jordan Much oh, he's been too, injured isn't he too yeah, busy endorsing but, Carl but, Henry but, on but, Twitter but, but still haven't. but still was how many times did he got taken off first mm, I know, it's, it's, but haven't it, seen it's, much of him have we in terms well we haven't seen much of Snowgo because he's only yeah. been given bit parts yeah so, Much I feel like there's something there but, There's potential but, there. Yeah, but he, he's, we've already got three of him already. Yeah, true. Best signing has got to be Zaha. 
You got to say that. MacArthur. Uh, MacArthur's had I a think, very good season. I think Zaha, yeah. in terms of in, long term, I think Zaha was the best signing for him and mm-hmm. for us. Yeah. And I think in the long term, MacArthur probably will win Player of the Year. Although I, I hope it's Dan, but I think Zaha will stay with Palace for quite some time. I think I think mm-hmm. Zaha. If we had to lose one of Balassi or Zaha, I'd rather lose Balassi. I think because I think Zaha is in the process of becoming a really good. Or I don't think we've. Seen, I, I worry that we might have seen the best of Balassi, mm-hmm. and that Balassi can't get any better. And it, but I, whereas I think Zaha can. I think I don't think Zaha's fully recovered from the trauma of the move to Manu and, and the way he was treated by Moyes. We'd get and, more and money also, for Balassi as well, and also the card, the way he was treated at Cardiff as well. I think I think Zaha's a player who's still massively dent, massively dent of confidence who I think will develop into a much better all round player than yeah. Balassi probably he seems to want to Wilf this time round seems to want to learn isn't he it, really well, that's, that's, that's a really good point and also I think Wilf is a player that you could imagine seeing him leading if you needed an emergency centre forward or you needed yeah. somebody behind the that he could be more versatile yeah. than he is and he looks like he's up so. he's up for it totally so I, th- I think probably Zahar's probably a good call for the best best signing yeah best signing, good yeah. shout yeah. Yeah. So we're going to go Snow Go good question Zahar. probably best signing well interesting yeah. when you said about much interesting because we were talking about the midfield options earlier and none of us even mentioned much no. didn't even come up as a I thought it was a strange sign no, at the time I still think it was slightly strange that's what I was saying well. before he was injured he, he didn't seem to be fitting into the system mm. particularly well and, you know, he was a player that the club were talking up Mm. Big time, wouldn't there? As the answer to a lot of problems, but be interesting to see how much he features next season. Oh, it's hard to imagine. Well, it's 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 hard to imagine that all four of Much, Ledley, uh, MacArthur, and Jedi will be there next season because they are essentially versions of the same mm-hmm. player. And again, we've seen it a lot of times this season. We need something more cultured, a more cultured midfield option. And we need a more energetic midfield yeah. option, like the, the Williams or the Bannon or the Goodyear or Lee. type player. Or, or Lee, I think possibly, that's an energetic but, option. But that, that's, yeah, needed. But again, you know, Lee's a good player at Bolton. But, I think, you know, I think he, he, yeah. could, he could, I, there's potential there definitely yeah. with him. I he runs around a lot. Yeah, well, I like that. Even though I don't do it when I play football, but I, I, I appreciate players that do uh, run around a lot. Um, Right, last couple of questions. We've there's still loads on the list, but I'm, I apologise to anyone that doesn't get your question read out because we, we don't have a lot of time. But thank you very much for tweeting them in. Uh, next question is from Wooly. Hi, Wooly. Wooly. Is that like that's that's w- spelled? So like W O O L L E Y. Wooly. Oh, Wooly. That'd be Wooly. Yeah, that's Big Mick, isn't it? Wooly. No, Matty Wooly. Oh, it's not Big Mick. Hi, hi, Mick. though. So hi, 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 Matty. Hi Matt. Yeah, and just in case, hi Big Mick as well. Is that the, tall, the very tall Mick? Yeah, that would be yeah. Big well, Mick. Well, it's not ironically named, I'm guessing that would be Big Mick, yeah. No, we called him that because he's really yeah, short. He'd, oh, make, a great, you he'd know make a great witness, wouldn't Jeez. he? Jeez. <laughs> well, see the tall one? Yeah, the one that was blocking out the sun. <laughs> big, big, could be, big could be, like, uh, what, rotund. Could be rotund. It could be, yeah. But the Mick we know is very tall and thin. Corpulent, that's very Dickensian. Hello Mick, very nice guy. Um... Hello, so, Willie. So Willie says, if a statue was built, I think we've had this before, if a statue was built outside Selhurst, what former player or manager would it like it to be? Have we had that before? I don't know. I don't think we have. I'd, no, I'd, no, I'd, I'd, like, I'd like to see a right and bright statue, or I'd like to see Steve Koppel, I suppose. Right I'm not sure you'd have a right and bright statue, though, because then Bright would never get to see the matches. That's true, he'd be outside licking it for the 90 minutes, wouldn't he? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good yeah. point. Yep. And then you'd have to have a statue where Brighty was four yards behind Brighty. <laughs> but he doesn't listen to this, does he? No, 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 no I'd, 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 I'd write a Bright statue. I mean, I'd yeah, that'd be good. Also, Sorry, I mean, there, there are 
do you know there are other people it's, again it's that short you know, because of the Premier League you forget there are other heroes like Jim, Bert, you know, Jim Head, Cannon Jim Cannon Bert, you know, Burthead, Burthead, yeah. Burthead yeah. John Jackson people who played John Jackson you know, yeah. Steve Kemba's good player I think it's, it's, it's obviously yeah, great but sort of slightly tarnished by his mm. his tenure as manager so I'd, 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 Head would be lovely because he was the first yeah. or, or do you know the other one as well I suppose Malcolm Allison yeah be a good one because that, he, cause yeah. despite the fact that he relegated us two seasons <laughs> yeah. running he did actually really really put Palace yeah. on, the on, the, on the map big time and then perhaps we, uh, maybe a statue of Terry Venables but I don't know how hard it is to sculpt a wheelbarrow <laughs> full of cash <laughs> but I'd actually Malcolm Allison I'm going I think Malcolm Allison would be like, with him yeah. with the fedora and, yeah. and that kind of doing I, the one talk about something like that because that was a really glamorous era for yeah because we were totally nondescript as a, yeah. as a, we were Millwall that time then, that kind of terms of publicity and yeah, we'd, yeah, we just, yeah. And to be honest, we're now. We're, I feel like we're getting back. We're getting back to that kind of glamour now, aren't we? With with Balassi and Wolf playing well, there's just something about and the crowd and the, the HF and stuff. There's, there's a bit more kind of glamour to Palace now. Oh, on Saturday there wasn't. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no, true, no there is. There absolutely, I mean, people forget how it, it, in the third division when we were getting thirty thousand at home, we were taking three thousand away. I mean, it was like we was. It was we were a big, big club at that time, and it kind of disappeared in the in the early eighties. And I think we're getting back to being properly the number one team in South London, as indeed we are. Mm-hmm. Just tart up stadium a little bit would be lovely. So I'm just eating a biscuit. Brilliant. Right, last question. Okay, last question comes from. I just can't mm. take the suspense anymore. Let me find a good one. Swallow that biscuit for the love of. Sounds like JD's night out in the Paulson's. Like, <laughs> like, like he's back at public school, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you weren't there, man. I never went to public school. Um, the last question comes <laughs> it's, from... It's better be a really good question. I don't or you better edit this gap out. I'm going to edit the gap out. Oh, okay. There aren't that many good questions left. I've done all the good ones. Do you want a really stupid question? No. Yeah. Or, or a fairly serious one? How stupid is the stupid question? Do you want both? Stupid, oh, stupid then... Yeah, go on. The next question comes from Terry and Christy Lamport. Hi Terry, Hi, Terry and Christy. Lamport, sure it's not. They say it's not that Lampard in disguise. It's not, it's not Frank and Christine in disguise. I don't think it? so. And Terry's just trying to yeah. barge in there. Hi Terry and Christy. And clearly Terry and Christy share share a Facebook account because oh, this is nice. where it's from. Oh, that's nice. nice. They say, how much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? That's a perennial question. It's a it's a it's one that philosophers in America and Britain have struggled to answer for. But the answer is six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for the question. It's, it's probably lucky that uh, Endicott's not here because that is something no, that's, that's, that's energised him for a... That's the one question that does arouse him from his sloth-like Slumber. torpor. Right now, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Right now, in some sort yeah. of crack den in East London, his ears are pricked up. Yeah, yeah, going, yeah, yeah. What happened? What happened? Yeah. I can say that. He's not going to sue me. Okay. Right. The final question for pod 138 comes from Rich Green. Hi, Rich. Hi, Rich. He says, dear panel. Hello. Hi. Is our season going to end with a bang or a whimper? Ooh, I reckon probably. I, I, I suspect uh, we will do reasonably well in the three games against the top opposition and then, as usual, get passed off the pitch by Swansea. <laughs> we always do, in don't the we? last game of the season. Who, whatever division we seem to play Swansea in, just come and pass us off the pitch. Um, I, 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 I disagree. I know Street said earlier it doesn't matter. That you don't agree that it feeds over into next season, but it kind of 
it, it, just in terms of well-being and morale, it does a little bit. You does want the fans you, at least. Yeah, you, you, don't mm-hmm. want it, you don't want it to peter out because the thing is, if it does peter out, it starts to make you worry that there's a reason for it petering out and that its players are unhappy or whatever. So mm. I'm, that's why I'm quite glad that we've got four good teams to play. Um, yeah, if, if if we still had West Brom and Hull, on, you'd kind of think that probably would peter out a little bit. But there are reasons to beat, you know, to want to beat all the teams that we're. It's Sorry, it's so. why the Cristian Bull game last season was so great. Yeah. Last home game of the yeah, season, yeah, and it yeah, just, yeah, it just yeah. signed off everything on such a brilliant yeah, note. Yeah. And gave us all something to remember throughout the summer. Yeah. But there's no football. Well, and also domestic. the hope is that I mean, if we if we can put in a couple of decent performances, because it's interesting as well. You forget we've got 42 points, mm. and Swansea was celebrating at the weekend their highest ever Premier League total, which is 50 points. Right. So yeah. it, it's it's interesting. We're not that far behind mm. that, oddly enough, and yet we're still moaning about how bad the last two weeks have been. Yeah. But I think it would be nice for both clubs, Palace and Swansea, if we could get some good performances in the next three games, and then the last game of the season, you've got two clubs that have really, really overachieved, mm-hmm. but look like becoming established Premier League clubs mm-hmm. playing against each other. Possibly won't be a brilliant game, but it will be kind of nice because we're neither Palace or Swansea are actually. For all that we just said a minute ago, we're getting some glamour back. We're not fashionable clubs. We're not clubs that the Premier League would particularly want to be to be in there. No, but, but we, we are. But we, are popu- but we are popular clubs. People like Swansea, and they like people are liking Palace. I think there's yeah. I think a lot of people say we're. Yeah, it's amazing the amount of people who say Palace are their second club or the, <laughs> the, the first game they went to. But that's why I'm really pleased that Bournemouth and Watford get out because it's nice to see teams other than the usual suspects mm-hmm. in the Premier Definitely. League. It's, and and Palace and Swansea are kind of. We haven't got a record of being established in the top division, and Swansea is a really, really depressed area economically. And football clubs do raise the spirits of people. It's an odd thing to say, but it mm. gives a, a, the area a sort of community pride and a focal yeah. point. So, in an ideal romantic world, it would be nice if both clubs, well, we are both clubs are safe, but it'd be nice if we both clubs could celebrate at the end of the season yeah. with a game like that. With a nice three-all draw. Yeah, but and both sort of knowing that they go into next season. Sort of fairly certain they've got to make, can make a good fist of, yeah. because I think also Gary Monk arguably has got people nobody mentions him in terms of manager of the year because yeah. he probably because he's an intolerable arsehole I don't know if he's or not but he's, really? but he's, he's done a he's, he's done, done a, a remarkable if people talk about Cooman doing a brilliant job with Southampton he's done mm. a similar job with yeah. with Swansea absolutely especially as coming from an assistant or wherever yeah. it was yeah, coming yeah. from nowhere and is he is doing he? well no, I didn't know that is okay. this because he looks a bit like you? <laughs> no, he does. He's, he's much, same he's colours, much better looking than Streeters. I reckon we're going to lose uh, all the remaining four matches. All of a sudden, Newcastle fans are going to start piping up. To which the response will be, yes, but you have John Carver. Yeah. And I think we'll, well still we'll won't. still just about finish above. Yeah, they probably they won't. They won't next season. Right. Uh, listeners, thank you for all your questions. Sorry we couldn't read them all out, but um, we appreciate you tweeting and Facebooking your questions each week on the pod. So please keep doing it for next week's pod. Um, that's the end of part two. In part three, we look forward to the trip to Chelsea uh, on Sunday. So join us then. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to the Five Year Plan podcast. Hey. Part three. Part three hey. of Pod One Thirty Eight. Hello. Wow. Sponsored by Vector Printing for all your print and embroidery needs. And somebody's listened to all of them. Go to Vector. <laughs> .co.uk and that's Vector with a V yeah with a V correct yeah, and, a and okay and an E and they've got a shop where is it it's embroidered in the they're, in, they're, they're based in uh, East Sussex wait Vector you are Vector yeah yeah Su- Sussex. Sussex yeah are they like Hassocks 
No one mentioned Sussex to me. So, there you go. Mm-hmm. Lovely part of the world. Um, right, what we're doing on this part. Yes, Chelsea. We're looking forward to Chelsea. Um, it's been a long pod. Um, away at Chelsea on Sunday. Uh, we talked about formations and team choices earlier. Would you shake things up? Give give uh, Lee Chang Young a start? Or I, I, I think for an away game at Chelsea, he'll revert to... Uh, well, it'd be interesting to see what happens with Jednat, but I don't think he will change too much. I think he'll go back to the system that's been getting us the away wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, would Jednat actually maybe be the perfect sort of player for this, actually? Probably, yeah. I mean, you kind of think if they can't rouse themselves for a game at Stamford Bridge, when we'll be the only fans you'll be able to hear are Palace fans. Yeah. Then, but yeah, it'll be. Yeah. Although Chelsea, I mean, they're not gung ho. They don't. They're not going to belt forward and give us loads of space behind, are they? But, but it's, it's yeah. I don't. I don't. No, I don't think he'll change the system. Is the answer. I don't think he'll start with. With I think if they're all fit, he'll start with Jedi. And I think Ward will come back. Yeah, well, it's Ward. He was injured, wasn't he? On, on well, Pardew's made a big fuss about him saying he was, you know, he was the missing piece on Saturday. I think Kelly will start at right back as well, uh, left back rather. I think the, rather than Suarez. I, I think so. Yeah. Um, okay. Even though Suarez had a fairly decent game, but yeah, I still think he'll go back to that. Um, the, the sort of team that won us those games. Um, and like, although I still think there's an argument for maybe I'm, I'm not sure that the experiment with punching in that role is working anymore I think punching needs to be playing as far forward as possible yeah. I don't think it needs to be deep right, and as wide as possible sometimes um, Jose seems to like Palace doesn't he Jose seems he does to he, certainly likes, he certainly likes Palace fans he's always praising yeah. Palace fans home and away so um, I still hope he doesn't win the league title well, there's a, well as you record this pod Chelsea won all with Leicester mm-hmm. so um they might win tonight. There's a chance they could win the title against us on Sunday. Yeah, so if they win tonight. Tonight and then yeah, beat us. Yeah. That would be, would be a bit... Although the ideal scenario would be that they'd already won it, which is why I was annoyed they drew against Arsenal. I think if they'd already won it, we'd have more... Yeah. That's not the ideal scenario. Chance. The ideal scenario is they found guilty overnight of really serious financial impropriety, deducting mm-hmm. 92 points, mm-hmm. go down next season, uh, deducted a similar amount just because of the seriousness of the breach, and uh, they end up in League One. Yeah, my scenario is more likely. Yeah. Also, well, talking of which, if QPR go down, there's still every chance that they will go straight into the conference because really, there's a fifty million pound fine waiting for them. Yikes! For the last time they're so you're going to revise your opinion. You don't want QPR to go down there. Uh, no, I don't really. But imagine could, them playing in the conference. How funny that would be. Yeah, it would be a bit funny. <laughs> That's yeah, yeah. yeah, that would be quite. Funny. It would be very yeah, funny. Yeah, fair point. Yeah. Um, yikes! I did not realise that. That's yeah. that's that's. Heard a great Adam Johnson song today as well. So. Oh, no, 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 no. We. Please do I not. don't mind your life, but contempt of court, I'm not cool with. Um, I, 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 there was no hint that it was about that. True, it could have just been about his footballing abilities, but we're going to move on swiftly from that um, uh, to, uh, well, predi- predictions. I, I forget how to wrap up this part normally, but do we do predictions sometimes? No. No, never. No, do you never. not want to do them? No. Okay. Um, in that case, I, I, if we Chelsea, I predict a low-scoring defeat. Okay. Man United, I think we're going to beat, and I really, really want us to spoil Liverpool's party in the last. That'd time. be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. We get two more wins before the end of the season, and then Man United, oh, Liverpool. One more win would take. That'd be to me. Lovely. Well, no, actually, no, one more win and then a positive okay. outcome against Swansea, maybe. Okay. I think we're going to lose every game, Tino. <laughs> You've Every- said that at the start of the season, though. I did, and how many times have I been right? That's true. Quite uh, two weeks. Hundred percent. Hundred percent hit rate. <laughs> very true. Huh? Um, Thank you very much. Uh, any, you, 
you guys go you guys on to go on the boat trip on Saturday? That was that was a real highlight of last Actually, that boat that boat trip was fantastic. It, Saturday night at the pub uh, the Porsons was actually Susan's birthday party. It, it was, yeah. That's, that's yes, why I was... Well, well done for remembering that. Really <laughs> I mean, yes, was, happy birthday was, to Susan Biggs. Ha- happy Susan. Happy, oh, happy, happy Susan. Susan. Bur- happy Susan to birthday <laughs> Biggs, if you, if you prefer. <laughs> of course she's happy Susan. It's happy <laughs> Susan. That's what um, she's going to be called for now. Happy birthday, Susan. Birthday Biggs. Birthday yeah, Biggs. Yeah, because um, yeah. there was free food and stuff, so that was... That was yeah, it was free food, yeah, you're right. It was nice. That free food was lovely. Free food. Um... Right, that's the end of the pod. It's the end of pod 138. Chaps, thanks for being Thank you very much. Being it, was here. it was very kind of you. Thanks for being here. Very kind of to be here. Um, our next pod will be after the Chelsea game. So that, that's it. Join us for that pod, listeners, and thank you all for listening. Although you might have to stay the night because the cat's asleep on your laptop bag and you can't move the cat. Uh, cat why not? You that cat. Is this the first time peril. we've ever finished the FYP podcast with a cliffhanger? <laughs> <laughs> well, wow. will JD get home? Will the cat move? Tune in next Is tune- Kenny going to empty the litter tray? <laughs> All this and more next week on the FYP podcast. Right, tune in next week to find out, listeners. <laughs> Goodbye. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, go to SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. Select Quote. We shop, you save. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Sports Social Podcast Network.